Hey, it's Bethane and Bethany, and this is the Don't Kegel Chronicles podcast, the show where we talk about pelvic health, women's health, mom life, and a lot about sex. It's definitely one of our favorite topics. You'll hear from us, two pelvic health experts and the owners of Arkansas Pelvic Health, and interviews with other powerful women and dudes that support us. Okay, it's season two. There's been a very long hiatus. We apologize for that, but we've been busy, and this has been on the back burner, and we're moving it back to the front. You may have noticed a name change. A name change that has been a long time in the works, and we finally just went for it and changed it across all platforms, changed our podcast name, we redid an intro with our correct name, and it's just kind of what we stand for now. More relatable to how we treat what we stand for, and you know, we've talked about it on a previous episode before, so if you really want to dive deep, go back to the Kegel Controversy go episode, back. and I'm sure we'll cover that again, because there's been some uh, drama, drama. Um, in, the, in recent months, yes. I should say. Anyway, we've been itching to get back to y'all. What a fantastic segue, <laughs> Blake, into the vaginal itch. Okay, so we live in Arkansas. It is hot. It's so hot here. It's I mean, so hot. when I get hot... My butt sweats. Truly. My armpit sweat. My butt sweats. All of it. And, um, you know, you were mentioning just a second ago something you saw on social media. Tell them what you said. Oh, my gosh. Somebody posted the other day called this. It was like swamp crotch because they live in the south and they just like constantly walk around sweating. Hysterical. Um, Recently, two times on the way to work, I spilled coffee (laughs) in my lap. In your lap. And then I like called Stephen. I'm like, hey, when you get to work, bring me some pants because I've got coffee crotch. (laughs) Remember that time he forgot your pants? Yes, rude. So I have to go back and get Come on them. now, Steven. Come but on. I should be a grown adult and not spill things on myself. That's and, right. And bring pants myself if needed. That's right. Anyway, back to the vaginal itch. It sucks. We've it all been there. truly does. Some of us more recent than others have had some vaginal itching. Yeah. So let's talk about it. You know what's interesting is the vaginal itch is not always a yeast infection. So... I mean, I think most people think that it is, right? Something that just in your vagina, you're like, okay, it's a yeast infection. Let me go get the monostat. Right. There's so many more things that can cause vaginal itching, though. You know, what we opened with was talking about the, the hotness of the summer, and, and we're in workout clothes if we've gone for a run, or we're in swimsuits, so we're creating great environments for yeast infections right. and moist. other types of infections. Yeah, <laughs> moist, warm, and... Uh, dark is oh. like the optimal environment that's, to grow that's all bacteria. Vagina, for right. Sure. That's, right. That's what she that's just described. yoga band. <laughs> so, you know, some basic tips for a yeast infection would just be, you know, if you are working out, not if you're wearing yoga pants leisurely, which I'm here for. I'm here for that all the But time. if you wore them to work out and you're sweaty, definitely take them off when you're yeah. done with the workout. Get some dry clothing on. And then if you're done swimming, you're done with the water, before you head to your yeah. next activity, cookout, whatever, change out of your swimsuit. Yeah, because that, that way we're in dry clothes, we're in a better environment for our vulva and vagina to not harbor an infection. Yeah, so let's go back to when when the vagina itches and people Ooh. assume that it's yeast and they go grab some over-the-counter cream, you know, it's not all the time harmless. Right, because it can actually make things worse versus if we instead ran to the store, if we made an appointment with our doctor first, went ahead, got the swab so we could figure out what it actually was, we can treat it a lot faster. Right, so sometimes it's yeast and sometimes it's not. And what I always tell people is you can have fleas and ticks at the same time. 
Okay. Yeah. Not, not necessarily as humans. I don't know. Can humans get fleas? Uh, I, I mean, I would think so. But but more like, I think we're saying that because my dog is sitting in here with us. And, you know, but, you know, dogs can take one pill and get rid of fleas and ticks. But that's not all, that's not how the vagina works all the time. We got to have, we might have one thing that works for us like daflucan. We might need a little estrogen cream. We might need a combo of lots of things right. to and, help us. And also what I mean by that is you can have more than one thing going on. So you can have a yeast infection. Right. But you could also have some type of infection, um, like a STI, yeah. or you could have um, Which would need an antibody. BV. Yeah, yeah, you could so have BV. Also, you could have many things at the same time. The itch, so just the monocyte's not going to um, be helpful in all cases. Right. And there was one study that I looked up that it was saying that you know people that go and get monostat. Um, they can apply the cream. And so the study had 100 women doing it, and 73 of them self-treated with monostat. Of course they did. And then when they were like actually swabbed, only 25% had a yeast infection. So, you know, the other 15%, well, 15% of those that self-treated had a contact dermatitis. And so it actually caused more harm, right. too. So that's why we don't need to just go grab a cream. Right. Like over the counter because it, it might not always treat it. Right. Really. And it super sucks to go to your doctor. I'm not going to lie. Like if I'm working and I can yes. just like grab a cream and it helps, like, you know, I'd much rather do that. But considering that you potentially could cause harm right. and you could have more than one type of infection, yeah, really just go to your doctor. And a lot of things can disrupt our vaginal pH for sure. Yeah. And that can make a lot of itchiness happen. Right. So, you know, that's just kind of like, you know, on our own home stuff that can happen. But really, we see people in the clinic, too, for itching. Yeah. But, be like, why don't you segue into that, that tumor story? <laughs> it's one of my favorite stories of all time. So, very often, I'm like, you know, talk to patients, and I'm like, I know you're nervous. I'm not. Don't worry. This isn't my first rodeo, right? <laughs> um, but every once in a while, I do get a first rodeo experience again. And this was one of them. Yeah, truly. So, the intake form said something about vaginal itching, which is not alarming. A lot of our patients have vaginal itching, and it could be lichens. Right. It could be deestrogenated tissue. Sometimes pelvic pain feels like itching yeah. to folks. And so, no big deal. That wasn't a red flag to me um, on the intake forms. And then when I get her, you know, and we're chatting and doing a history, it's like, so tell me when this itching started. And she was like, oh, it's been a lot of years, but it only itches when I put turmeric on it. And I was like, okay. You know, and in my head, good job brain for staying in my brain. Right, right. But I was good like, job. is this some type of like cultural thing that people put turmeric on their vaginas and I'm not aware of? So I made a mental note to Google later. Um, and I did Google later, and it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> Don't do that. there are people that put, put turmeric on their vagina. And anyway, I was asking her, why are you doing that? And she was, like, explaining why. Something that pops up, and she puts the spice, if yeah, you will, it's on a spice. it. <laughs> it is a spice. And then it burns, and so that's why she was there. So very quickly, we pivoted into, okay, so this doesn't sound like a type of itch that pelvic floor therapy helps with. This sounds like an itch that your doctor needs to know about, because if the what you're putting on it is causing the itch. You've got to get to that root cause. Like, yeah. what's popping up that's making you put it on there? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. That was special. That was something new. That was, new that was special. You know, the things that we hear in our rooms are really interesting. And I'm just glad that you were able to educate her on, like, you should probably not do that. You right. know? It's kind of like we're in this, um, one of our favorite groups we're in is Little Rock Power Women. And our friend Claire owns it and runs it. And every time someone posts about a vagina or something, we get a screenshot. And the most recent one was talking about, like, labial discoloration or something like that and people were like what do you put on your vagina to help it and people were like apple cider vinegar and I'm like don't do that like it's crazy to me but I understand as 
you know, Dr. Google comes in and people try to treat themselves. Yeah. Of like remedies that people have come over, old wives tales, for instance, have come up that people are trying to do to make themselves better. Right. And I love, I love that people try to look up and solve their own problem. And I think that's where it comes into like a responsible and accurate medical internet, which we're trying to contribute to 100% with our social media pages. But I like that people try to self-treat, but some stuff is just not okay. Even the monocyte, even the creams that say dermatologist and gynecologist recommended. Yeah. They're sometimes can cause harm also yeah so I think it's really important that with those itching cases with those itching symptoms to pop back to your doc get a swab and figure out specifically what the issue is that way you can treat it specifically for sure because it could truly be something as simple as pelvic floor tightness if our muscles are tight down there they can cause itching and if they don't have enough estrogen like if we're postpartum or if we're in menopause and we need a little bit of help with estrogen cream that can help stop the itching but it's not always a yeast infection right so you know if you are having vaginal itching and you know the exact cause of it right you say your swimsuit all day yeah it's probably yeast right you might be able to give your doc a call and say hey yeah I wear my wet swimsuit all day and um, now I'm having some vaginal itching and sometimes they might call it and sometimes they might not because sometimes it could cause more harm than good and that's not what these guys signed up for right or you could be on on an antibiotic for something and a lot of times you will get yeast infections after you've been on an antibiotic because it's killing our good bacteria right so sometimes it seems very obvious that it's yeast yeah other times you just have an itch and not quite sure what it is and it could still be yeast in that case it could it could be an autoimmune thing like lichen. It, it could, could be deestrogenated tissue. Right? It could be an STI. There's just a lot of things that itch. And and what we're trying to convey is this is a time where we just go to your doctor. Just make an appointment, get the swab, get it treated, and you'll be better faster. Right. And we know we have really great doctors in Central Arkansas. It's a so good. good place to be. We have colleagues all across the country that are like, oh, the docs here suck. And they give examples, and it's true. true. I agree. They suck. It's literally <laughs> insane to me, the we, people's options that they have. Right. We do have really great doctors here, but they are also are backed up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you could still get into the women's health urgent cares or like if they have APRNs on staff that aren't seeing patients regularly, they kind of are for that call-in situation. Mm-hmm. Definitely call and get that figured out before you self-treat and accidentally cause more harm. Yes. Make that appointment. Right. Let's go back to the medical internet. Oh, let's go back. Let's go back. So there's so many things like... Even on our TikTok pages, probably like the algorithm that we're in, you know, I mm-hmm. see stuff about putting yogurt in your vagina. Please don't do that. I mean, we've seen the apple cider vinegar that you talked about. People have, do, like, this is a side note rant. Like, I had a friend who had a baby, and her doctor told her, no lie, to douche with apple cider vinegar. And I was like, I just feel like that's a really, really bad idea. Right. Like, I'm always willing to look it up because always. stuff changes, and I might not be, I think I'm all the way up to date on research, but you still have to constantly watch, right. which is sometimes hard when you're in clinic, you know, Running a business, patients. being moms, right. being wives. So it's hard sometimes to keep up with all the most recent stuff. So I'm aware enough to know that, so I will look it up. But in general, that just sounds like a bad idea. Just real bad. Real bad. Like, I understand some things for health benefits of apple cider vinegar, but I don't feel like it should be sprayed on your vagina. Right. And as far as we know, that's not supported in evidence. As far as we know. And we shouldn't put turmeric on our vagina, and we shouldn't put yogurt. Right, but all these things are accessible and mentioned when you Google it. 
Right. And so, you know, we're trying to contribute to that responsible medical internet, which is part of the name change, too. Yeah. And we've really gotten some flack from that. Let's talk about that on let's, the next episode. Let's talk about that on the next episode, because season two, we're coming out with a bang, because we have a lot to discuss.